0: Educational resources to help reach your goals. Here's our announcements for January. Happy New Year from NHEG. Thank you to Walmart of Napoleon and Defines for each giving a $500 grant. Thank you to Allstate Insurance and Jackie Taylor for the $500 grant. Thank you to Melissa Suttles for the $100 donation. For birthdays, we have Haley Brittig, January 7th. Sadia Ijaz, January 10th. Elizabeth, Your Skies, January 13th. Niana Mogri, January 13th as well. Olivia Stanley, January 18th. Ethan Long, January 22nd. Larissa Murray, January 25th. Leah Citi, January 28th. And Jackie Taylor, January 31st. Happy Anniversary to the following. Pamela Unruh, uh, since January 4th. Heather Ruggiero, since January 9th. Uh, Krista, Cheryl, Sedena, January 15th, Uh, Daniela Silva, January 24th, and Monica Dixit, since January 25th. How's it going, everyone? Again, uh, sorry for the uh, correction there, uh, Daniela. Um, Happy birthday on the 24th welcome to the new heights show on education my name is freddie and my main topic is on technology and cyber awareness i've done uh episodes on malware hackers um child cyber awareness iot um school cyber awareness social engineering and uh yesterday was you are the target today i'm gonna do uh something a little different it's still a tech related topic but for today yeah for today um I'm going to dive into how a middle schooler or high schooler can kind of jump start their um, interest in technology by becoming a beginner Jedi Knight in IT. So before I start this topic out, I'd like to ask a few questions. So I assume you like technology. I assume you are always on the computer or on a device playing around with the features um, your friends and family ask uh, how to do certain things on a device. Uh, people ask about the same, or people ask about some recommendations on what computer or phone to get, or you play around with your devices by taking apart to see how these devices work. Since you've got your technical knowledge, do you like technology as a whole? Do you like talking to people about tech? What do you know about the current trends about tech? Most of all, do you like, he- yeah? Do you like helping people? These are the questions to ask if you ever want to be involved with IT. That being said, NHEG is a wonderful organization to be part of. Visit our website at newheightseducation.org for more information. So, like most of my episodes, uh, this episode is cut into two parts. So, if you do want to watch the full episode, just straight. Um, I will be linking the full episode in the description on Spreaker. Since this is a live podcast, once again, you can hang out with me. Um, my number is 909 547 7175, and I'll also be checking out the chat so um, we can get a good conversation going. If I don't get to everyone's questions or comments, so you can email me at freddieb at org, so we can um, get those out of the way. On the start of the next show now if you remember um, I keep I keep telling everybody about this Um, you don't necessarily have to be tech savvy to enjoy my shows I'm usually throwing out uh, analogies here and there and it's usually about popular media so it's just to get a better understanding of what my topic is about so now that's out of the way let's get to our topic on how to be a student IT or just getting involved with tech now, just to give a little backstory about how to, how I got into tech, if you remember my first episode, I infected my family's computer with malware and I had to come up with um, the solution to which um, it took a lot of research and pretty much fiddling around with the computer settings to remove those malwares permanently. So that's one of them. So after a little run-in with malware and probably getting grounded for doing that, um, I started wanting to learn how computers work, and not only that, um, my game consoles and how to push um, their limits by modifications. I was huge into the game console modding scene. Now a lot of people probably a, pro- a lot of people think that it's illegal, but the short answer is, no, it is not illegal. The reason why this isn't illegal is because I didn't do it for the sake of piracy. This is where I started helping people with tech. It was um, later in my high school years, I used to have my friends coming up to me and ask if I can mod their, um, their Sony PSPs. It was the uh, portable PlayStation at the time, and it was popular around uh, mid-2000s, early 2010, I believe. And uh, what I did there was uh, I went I had to actually cut up the battery and when you opened up the battery there's a small board and I had to remove one of the pins on the chip. And uh, when you put the battery back into the PSP, um, it it would unlock a certain exploit where you can install something called a custom firmware so it could run homebrew applications. So these applications were amazing. So if you didn't have a controller for your uh, for your computer to play uh, games, uh, you can install that application onto your PSP so that it could act as a controller for your PC. In addition, I also had a friend who somehow couldn't run a game on his computer. What I did, uh, I pretty much uh, took note of what operating system he was running or the specs and uh, I had to check to see if there were any compatibility issues and just by troubleshooting what was going on with his computer he got it to run perfectly on his computer also um, I'm pretty much the tech support of my family Uh, my parents are always needing help to send emails uh, scan some documents and just assist them with whatever they need to get their work done I was there to provide the help they needed on the computer so This is pretty much where my love for technology grew, but I had a major obstacle. My grades were pretty low. It was so low that I barely uh, graduated high school. Now, this is kind of going to be a little heavy on me, but at least I can kind of look back and just laugh at it and say I endured it and I made it. I wasn't the smartest person growing up. I made some questionable choices to the point where it affected me academically and just my life outside of school hung out with the wrong crowd, I had no motivation and focus in school, and overall, I just wasn't happy with the way things were going because of the mistakes that I chose to commit. Um, my parents used to tell me that if I don't have the drive, uh, I won't be much, I won't have much of a future because of the negative mindset that I had at the time. What they said didn't really hit me until last uh, semester in high school. I mean, my, my friends had, my good friends, uh, they had, they had dreams, big goals. And they were pretty much on the road to success, and when I looked at them, it kind of made me look at myself and just, you know, made me sick at the fact that, you know, my grades were garbage, I was constantly getting into trouble, and I was feeling hopeless at the time. I knew that this had to end or else uh, I'm going to have to say goodbye to my dreams of becoming the next Bill Gates. Well, one can only dream, right? (laughs) One of the things uh, I had to ask before grad was this. What am I doing wrong? Well, everything really. I knew I couldn't turn back time and you know just fix things so I had to take some time to just do some self-reflection there is this uh, one time uh, back in high school when I would just park in a vacant parking lot and just pretty much sit in my car for an hour and just close my eyes and just think of what I could do better I thought that all these things that were trying to shut me down was a wake-up call I had to move on and face the obstacle head-on just Becoming more focused, be at peace with my mistakes and learn from it. Open my, Just pretty much open my eyes, uh, start the car, and floor the gas to my next destination, which I would call the end game. So, the end game, secondly to me, was a place where it was filled with a question. When you graduate, what do you plan to do and why? I remember my dreams of becoming an IT. Technology was the reason why I couldn't call quits. I have all this technology and... I pretty much thought, why put it to waste on something that would ruin my life? So I'm almost done with high school, grad is a few months away, so why stop there? This is where I thought I've decided to give it my all and just speed my way to this destination called success. Going into a demanding career like tech when I used to question my worth was a huge accomplishment for me from graduating high school to getting a well paid job after university. If you're a struggling student with dreams or just want to get into tech regardless of where you stand in terms of grades you know this episode's for you i know i'm going to be talking about getting into it but i hope you can apply this to whatever dream career is pretty much going to be so if you're in high school at this point and your dreams are becoming of becoming a coder hacker or an it is far from becoming your goal because you're struggling your grades and math don't look like it could move up to calculus and unfortunately math is heavily required before getting into computer science in college you've heard my struggles so now it's your turn the great bruce lee once said this in the middle of chaos lies opportunity it's kind of interesting how this quote is said because it's true every obstacle you face or brick wall you come across in the middle of your clouded judgment you find a way around it despite something holding you back I'm pretty sure you've heard people say that things happen for a reason. You learn from it, and then you use it to make you stronger. It's important to take those mistakes and use it to your advantage. Then you can go on to move past those pesky equations on your math test, or just be a better student overall and be a better person as you grow. All right, so now that I've talked about that, um, I'm going to take a short break, and we're going to talk about how to get into tech. All right, so talk to you soon. Welcome back to the radio show, guys. All right, so we kind of dove into my little backstory. Now let's talk about how I can actually get into tech. Okay, so I assume you're in middle school or in high school. You love technology and you would like to get involved somehow. You don't necessarily have to be in a university setting to get involved, to be honest. Um, I would say start now, and here is how. That rhymes. <laughs> so during your free time, get an old, uh, yeah, get an old desktop computer around your house that still works. Um, disassemble it and get familiar with the parts of the computer. Try opening it up, and you should notice uh, that one thing that stands out to you: the motherboard. Get yourself familiar with the parts and where they're placed on the motherboard get a brief understanding of what the parts are just by Googling it. And then once you get a grasp of um, pretty much where everything and what everything is, uh, you can close it up and you can see if it will run. The biggest bonus I would say is uh, take apart the RAM, take apart the CPU, take apart the CPU with care. You gotta be careful with that. And um, take apart whatever you see, like hanging around like a network card or video card whatever just take it apart just to get a way better understanding of how it how you can remove it and how you can just put it back on and uh, to be honest it's like it's like playing with legos really (laughs) so the reason why i'm having you do this is so i can simply just get a basic understanding of computer hardware Let's say you boot it up and for some reason the computer gives you an error saying it doesn't detect some kind of storage. You can open it up and simply plug the hard drive back into the motherboard and to the power supply. So that way uh, the computer knows that it has something to store data in. Next, uh, I suggest, I highly suggest uh, hanging out with your uh, computer teacher or even your school's uh, IT department. Express your interest in technology and you can pretty much expect some tips, tricks, or even learning about the current trends about technology. And if you're lucky, um, you might be able to volunteer at your school to pretty much help out in uh, maintaining computers, uh, help them set up computers for classes, or even just to help out with a little help desk task by helping teachers remove some kind of malware. If you end up volunteering, it will really look good on your resume. Lastly, take part in science fairs. It's a great way to show off your technical skills. You can learn a handful of both computer science and IT skills that way. There's a website that I checked out called computerscienceonline.org and that website suggested that elementary all the way up to high school can find ways to get involved in computer science before college. The site suggested that Scratch uh, which is kind of a coding language for children except it's like putting together uh, puzzle pieces and with that uh, they can create animations and games. Once they reach middle school they can advance to web development like HTML or CSS and then go on to the big leagues like C++ to create apps and uh, they can create apps and a few games um, a lot of uh, games are actually written in C++ so yeah uh, keep that in mind and uh, for high school it's pretty much near the finish line to go to college and by that time they can just experiment a little more on what they've learned so far now once um, they have all that knowledge together they can present a project and it would be something like robotics uh, a game they created and even something they hacked to show off at a science fair this is something i'd recommend just to get a jump start on their interest in technology and then uh, you can also i can also talk about the college experience all right so now you're in college and You got through the struggles of getting through high school and it's now time to take classes that finally interest you. Not really. I do have to warn you that your first couple years is basically a repeat of high school and you'll be taking something called capstone classes where you'll still have to take history classes, um, English, uh, natural sciences, and uh, humanities classes. It's a hard vision class for university students but trust me if you still remember what you learned from high school you will be okay for these capstone classes. However when taking these classes you will notice that you're writing and critical thinking and you know your logic will improve to a professional level which is needed to become an IT. As much as I irk capstone classes I've noticed that it's helped me improve on some skills that would be helpful in the workforce here's the now here's the good stuff about when you're a college student and going into IT you take the theoretical classes uh, and uh, hands-on IT classes which is a must hands-on IT classes are the best so, and then you start joining uh, the information security club or InfoSec for short, or maybe sometimes uh, computer science clubs. Those are those are really good to join when you're in college. And as well as getting your feet wet with internships. One of the most important things you're gonna learn about IT is business. So IT isn't just related to technology, but it also ties to business. You're going to learn why technology is important to a company. Just to give you a little example, um, I currently work for a company that deals with energy efficiency and the way IT works here is making sure our office computers are maintained, um, up to date and usable to the point where uh, people who work in the office can just send out our installation teams to their locations and when that's done, uh, we have people who keep track of inventory, uh, keep track of sales and we also have other people sending uh, memos back and forth through email technology plays a vital role in that because we need to keep track of information using our computers and tablets. The IT department makes sure makes sure that those are operational so that everyone has the resources they need to keep the company running. Secondly, you are expected to learn the basics of IT and that means just learning about the typical day of IT, how to act in a workplace, Uh, learning the morals and ethics and when it's okay to even lay a finger on someone's computer. This is important because you don't want that person who is social engineering the user just by handing off a flash drive to someone. So, um, As you start out as an IT, it is important to ask for permission before even laying a hand on that user's device. Best to learn that now because while you're so excited to start out your internship, you can't just expect to jump the gun so quickly. That user you're trying to help might think you either have an agenda or, you know, just do the whole social engineering thing, or you could just come out as that rude coworker. Then you're gonna learn to document your work after everything has either been resolved or hasn't been resolved you're usually going to run into the same issue where the user forgets their password so you're going to be jotting down notes on how you did it and if the same issue pops up for that other user, you have something to look back on. Next you're going to learn about IT policies and how to make them. You know those papers where you have to sign something that says, by signing here I comply to the rules and regulations. You're Going to be coming up with ways to make sure that computers and devices are handled well in the workplace i remember i mentioned something in school cyber awareness um that policies are there to make you agree to the rules and regulations of computer usage you want to make sure that your users don't leak confidential information um, the devices are handled with care or just making sure you don't spend time on facebook checking out memes or whatever game of thrones spoiler is posted and lastly, the ongoing trend of university topics, and now an NHEG topic, really, about cybersecurity. It was thanks to my time at Cal State that I was able to pretty much share what I've learned from Cal State, as well as further research into information security. You'll be learning about companies that have been hacked, uh, you'll be able to hack certain devices, and the importance of uh, ethical hacking as well as even as far as taking classes in facebook security which is a class i really wanted to take but i couldn't because it was always full now i'm disappointed to say that you don't get much hands-on work i mean there are computer hardware and inform, not information um network administration classes just to get you started with computer building and networking but you'll be learning more if you take up an internship so keep that in mind so you've heard my stories my struggles and both my determination and my love for technology got me to where I am today. And as someone who is a part of NHG, it just felt right. Just for me to share with you not only what I know on the technical side, but with per- personal experience in school, all the way to getting a job after university, I went from someone who thought my life went nowhere to, the, to being determined to succeed all because of technology and just trying to be a strong willed human being. This could be you. It doesn't necessarily have to be about going into IT, because, I mean, what if you wanted to be a doctor, but you're struggling? You have to find what makes you fascinated about medicine, um, the way human the way human bodies work, and just have that self-reflection uh, time on what brought you so far in life and what part of your interests motivate you. Once you break through your self-doubt, you go into college, which is another obstacle, a big one at that, and then you're lying yeah and then your lifelong obstacle which is the workforce not all obstacles are bad it's really there just to help you grow because without it you can't be stronger as a human being funny thing about this episode is that it's not really to help you get involved in tech or just become an IT I mean my main goal of this episode really is just to make sure that you find something that sparks your interest during your time of self-doubt and just have that motivate you but if you're trying to find a way to get your feet wet in tech I mean cool this is a perfect episode for you my episode is like two paths going into one it's to help those to be successful in the end so yeah (laughs) it's possible everything's possible really so this concludes my topic and i hope that i have raised successful awareness in ways that you can punch through a brick wall and just walk on to the next path okay so my next episode is going to be different totally different i'm going to be taking a break from tech talks because i am excited to announce that we have a special guest coming in so his name is kevin coolidge and he is known for his book series called totally ninja raccoons so please be sure to check that episode out on the same time and day on wednesdays at 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern um be sure to check out other shows as well Um, There's a good topic one of our previous hosts did, which I'm probably going to check out after this, which is Myths of Common Core. Now, I'm from Canada. I don't know what Common Core is, but I kind of got a glance at it by looking at my nephew's fourth grade math homework the other day, and it looked ridiculous. Doable, but ridiculous. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have a good night.